0: know most people seem to be hovering in a state of low anxiety or high anxiety and so the breath pattern tends to gravitate more up to the chest as well um so just you know a really really simple one is just to visualize the breath is expanding in and out so when you're breathing you're um you're expanding your rib cage you're expanding the, the diaphragm and also you're helping the movement of the breath to be more in the belly so you're when you're, when you're inhaling, you're, you're breathing into the belly and you're pushing the belly out. And the more that you practice that every day, then you start to um, wake up some of those muscles, but also to start to relieve the tension from the muscles which you've been overusing. So it's, you know, just think of it as a really beautiful you know, massage that you're giving your whole respiratory system.
1: Welcome to Take a Deep Breath. My name is Mike Mayer. I'm your breathwork coach and host of Breathcast. And my job on this channel is to help bring you the world's top breathing and wellness experts and understand their tips and tricks and techniques and backstory so we can all learn together. Now today's breathcast uh, guest is Rebecca Dennis. Rebecca is based out of the UK in London, and she's been a breathwork practitioner, teacher, uh, healer for over twenty years. Um, she's very well known actually in the UK breathwork space. Uh, she's trained under Dan Brule, who, if you've not seen already, it's worth checking out his breathcast. Absolutely love Dan, and she's trained under a number of disciplines. Um, and I really enjoyed speaking to Rebecca, and I think you're going to get a lot from this breathcast. She guides us through a lovely breathing exercise at the start of the breathcast and another one right at the end. So make sure you stick all the way through. Um, as I said, she's been practicing breathwork for 20 years and she's so humble and down to earth and explains breathwork in such a great way. Um, you know, after doing 35, 40 of these, uh, these breath casts, you start to think maybe I've heard everything about breathing. Not not even close. Every single time there are new nuggets of fantastic information about the breath, about wellness, about the connection with the mind, how to calm our bodies down, how to get us into different states. And this Breathcast with Rebecca is no different. Um, I've linked to her website below. She has courses. You can work with her. You can go to her retreats. Um, and I just really enjoyed speaking to her, very, very knowledgeable about the breath. So I think you'll get a lot from this breathcast. Um, just a couple of quick messages before we do get stuck in. Um, I am opening up some breath coaching uh, slots. So I'm opening up six slots, three for the oxygen advantage. And three for Boteco. So I'll just quickly explain what they are and what's going on. So the oxygen advantage um, is very much about people that want to improve athletic performance. So you don't have to be a pro athlete for this. It might just be that you want to be better when you're playing tennis or going for a run. And we can work on some different things. Um, Also, if you're climbing some mountains, it can be anything really. But there's three slots there. And I'm also opening up three slots for Botteco. Botteco is a little bit different um, to the oxygen advantage. The benefits of this are more for people that struggle with their breath. Maybe they get out of breath really easily. If you find yourself getting out of an armchair or going for a walk and you, you, you tend to find yourself panting, Botteco can be very, very helpful for that. Um, I will link to both Oxygen Vantage and Poteco uh, down below. Um, and if you're interested in working with me, as I said, I'm opening up these slots. Um, it's four slots. So it's a month session. Uh, each slot would be one hour. So it's four hours of, of personal coaching. So if you're interested in that, um, you can email me at hello at takeadeepbreath.co.uk and just explain maybe a little bit about why. Um, and we can see if it's, it's suitable for you. So yeah, three Poteco. Three oxygen advantage, and I I look forward to to meeting some of you on Zoom. And we can do this, you know, if you're anywhere in the world, um, and some really great benefits to to both. Um, On that same vein, Um, thank you so much to everybody that applied to be a guinea pig for my functional breathwork course. We've got so many applicants now, so please, we don't, we can't take any more at this stage. Um, I will be back in touch. I'm sorry, I haven't got back to everybody yet. We had so many people apply and I'll be reaching out to you and we'll be figuring out a way that we can test the course. Might be live, might be. I'll just send you some examples of the things that we're doing. So thank you so much to, to everybody that put their names forward for that. Really, really appreciate that. But we have we have more than enough people now that have put themselves forward. So so thank you. A um, couple of last messages from me. Make sure you stick right the way through to the end of this because, as I said, we do have a a lovely breathing exercise from Rebecca Dennis. Um, if you're not following me already on Instagram, please go and do so. It's takeadeepbreath.co.uk. and we also have a second channel called Binaural Beats Unleashed. Now this channel is completely free. It's here on YouTube um, and I'm working with different artists that are producing lovely music for things like yoga, meditation, free form uh, breath work, study. So I use Binaural Beats when I'm working on my breath work course, for example, um, and I'll just type in Binaural Beats study music Um, And you'll find like a three hour version and I'll just put that on and I'll just get into the zone. I know there's going to be no dodgy music coming out and I can just get stuck in and know that I'm not going to get interrupted. So um, it's really great if you want to do breath work where no one's guiding you and you're just listening to your body and breathing however you feel you want to breathe. um, It's great for that as well. And I'm bringing you content several times a month. So um, if you would join me over on that channel and help us grow that community. Uh, I feel it fits in really nicely with our breathwork community here. So I'd appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, Anyway, enough yakking from me. Here's Rebecca Dennis and here's our breathcast together. Thanks so much. Cheers. So okay, so I've hit record. So Rebecca, it's it's 730 in the morning here in the UK. We're both in the UK. So it's really, really early for both of us. So, so good morning to you. And how are you doing on this fine day?
0: Good morning. Um, yes, I'm very well. I'm, I'm very much an early bird uh, these days. And I like to, to be up when the sun is coming up. So uh, yes, it's um, it's a it's a the sun that is a bit bit foggy out there right now but um i think it's going to be
1: a beautiful day yeah it's it's the same here in in the midlands um i'm not necessarily an early bird but uh we recently got a german shepherd puppy and she is an early bird um and she's a bit like having a cockerel so it's 6am almost on the dot there's this yeah. bark and the bark starts to increase more and more if we don't get up so we've become early birds over the last couple of months So, so there yeah you go. <laughs> well, well
0: I have a nine-year-old so um that's my that's got, been my, got my alarm call for the last nine years yes
1: <laughs> so I'm so excited yeah. to get stuck in into work with you um to understand your story but I thought because it's early morning and we had a quick chat before we hit record uh, mm-hmm. maybe you could guide us through a bit of an energizing breath work routine just to get us started
0: sure no i'd love to okay so um let's just begin with just closing the eyes and tuning in with your body just noticing how you're feeling this morning or whenever you're listening to this podcast so just closing the eyes and just scanning over your body and just noticing how you're feeling and just coming into this space of awareness so getting really present With the breath starting to allow the mind to follow the breath. So the mind follows the inhale and the mind follows the exhale. So just noticing where the inhale and are moving, how they're moving, how your breath is, how is it flowing? Does it feel restricted? Is it tight? Can you feel it more in the chest? Can you feel it more in the belly? Just noticing. So really just coming into the body, all of your awareness, dropping from the mind to the breath. And then just placing your hands on your belly, breathing through the nose and out the nose, gentle breaths. So just slow, gentle breaths, breathing in through the nose and out of the nose. And as you're breathing in and breathing out, just seeing if you can bring the breath a little lower. So not necessarily getting a deep breath, but just seeing if you can bring the breath to move the diaphragm, that dome sheet muscle that sits underneath the rib cage. And as you're breathing in and you're breathing out, as you inhale, you're expanding the belly. And as you exhale, the belly comes in, keeping the shoulders down. So just coming into this place of presence, soothing the nervous system, So we're really relaxing back before we move forward into the day, rewiring, resetting the nervous system. So just staying with your breath, breathing in through your nose and out of the nose. Soft, gentle breathing. Seeing if you can bring the breath down into the lower lungs. And then just, we're just going to lift the energy up, just raise the vibrations within us up a little bit by just breathing in for two and then exhaling for one. So breathing in through the nose for two and then exhale. Breathing in through your nose for two, exhale. Gentle exhale. Three more of these. And then place your hands back on your belly, just notice if you're feeling a little bit more lightheaded, a bit more buzzy, and then just breathing back into your hands, the hands on the belly. So, we're feeling awake, but we're also feeling calm and present. Good. And then taking a nice big breath in and then let go with a big sigh.
1: <sighs> oh, thank you. That was lovely. Pleasure. It's interesting what you say because, yeah, you're right, aren't you? Because you tend, you tend to find that in the mornings, um, Stress hormones can be quite high, can't they, when we wake up the first couple of hours. Mm. Um, so that's nice, isn't it, just to relax in with the breath. I enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, it depends uh, what type of sleep you've had, I guess, and, and yeah. what type of day you've got ahead of you.
1: Yes, yeah, exactly, what you're thinking about, what's coming up. And when you were doing the, the, the breathing in just then towards the end and, and then coming out of the mouth, were you doing a double inhale, it sounds like, or was that a feedback in my mic? Were you doing two? Yeah, two?
0: so so with the when we were going into slightly more energising, just doing two, um, two breath strokes in through the nose and then letting go, mm. but through the nose as well. So it's mm. just helping to just start to stimulate the nervous system as well. It's good to, you know, I think the sympathetic nervous system sometimes gets a, a bit of a bad name, doesn't it? <laughs> when people mm. are always talking about stimulating them, the parasympathetic. Um, but both have their uses and um and it's good to just play to play with
1: them. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to get stuck into this with you. Um so so what would be amazing would be to I always like to understand people's backstory. So so mm. w- before we get into maybe how you got into breath, can you remember? Um, Can you remember when you first became aware of your breath?
0: Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's, it's been a, life is a long journey (laughs) anyway, isn't it? I would say that the first time that I really appreciated perhaps maybe not becoming so much aware of breath as in breath work, Mm. but the power of presence, the power of being in the moment and that beauty um, of just feeling really comfortable with where I was was when I I used to spend a lot of time in in India and Mm -hmm. you know 30 I think it's like yeah nearly just under 30 years ago is when I first went to India and I lived there for a few months and it was sort of back in the day when there weren't any tourists and um, you know the beaches were very much clear and it was. And it was, um, but yeah, it was. It was a very, very different place. So we were living in a house with, um, with a Goan family, and 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 traveling around India as well. And I just remember that feeling of, of being home. It was just this really, really strong feeling of just every. You know, that's why I, I would go back every year after that, and and it, just that feeling of of remembering the nature. There and just like some really key moments where I would be on my own and 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 you know there would be like a little hummingbird or a snake skimming across the sand or I remember one day like a flock of like a bird of prey when you know never get flocks of birds of prey they all you know but just on the beach with me wow. on my own and I spent a lot of time on my own there and just having this awareness of yoga then but not really being into it really my thing was was running so I would every morning habitually my meditation really was running and and having you know being being with the elements and that would really set me up for my day so perhaps without awareness knowing that moving the breath and being in nature and and had gave me that sense of of really of belonging or coming home no matter you mm. know you know and so um yeah and then and then like I said we I would always go back every year to India it was had a big calling for me so you know I was always working in media before but I would always get to this point it was like I need to get to India and I would always try to go for at least three weeks um, or a month and and then very gradually I, I you know I started it wasn't until years later really that I came across uh, yoga I'd seen mm-hmm. people doing you know coming from Pune and doing yoga on the beach, and uh, but again you know it was like I said it was just like being in the ocean and, and running and playing football and you know and just that that was that was my thing, um, and and then we met this my friends and I Jess we would go to India a lot together and we met this incredible yogi. Um, he was just this uh, beautiful, beautiful being, and he was uh, he was pre- very, he was he was blind. He had a very very um, small uh, ability to see in one through one of his eyes, and he was using the power of breath and the power of yoga. Uh, so he was telling us then to um, to keep that that sight and. And, you know, just just knowing the stories and studying from since then, I know that, you know, the power of breath and yoga can do some some pretty amazing things. And he would be teaching us um, yoga in, in the class and he was very, very focused on the breath. And and also, even though he could he could barely see, he could hold that class of 40 of us. And you felt like he knew what every one of you was doing. So again, it was this feeling of presence and awareness and how um, breath and movement combined maybe could had had a really very positive effect. Um, and then uh, so yes, yeah, so I, I, I got into yoga, uh, you know, very, very loosely. And then um, I was always interested in, in studying bodywork and massage and healing and Aromatherapy and all these other holistic sort of um, techniques and methods, and uh, so really, my my roots were with bodywork. So you know, I have been studying anatomy and, and physiology as well because also that the power of touch and the power of um, of uh, of working with with your hands for me, I was just something that I felt like was a was a, a natural ability that I had as well. And then um, during that time, I, I also uh, was, I, I lived with depression for many years. So although I was this, you know, I mean, I think with people, again, it was, it was, it was a long time ago. So it wasn't really something that people would necessarily talk about or have that understanding. Um, you know, I went to the doctors when I was 19. I was very, very low. They gave me medication. Um, I got it every month, and that's just how it went. You know, here's your medication. You'll be fine. I could feel the difference. I could function. Um, and then, and then also, but then, you know, I was taking it for many. I was taking it. You know, I took it for 15 years, and um, and I tried again. I was so I was trying all these different therapies, like finding yoga, mindfulness, um, psychotherapy. CBT, you know, all of these things to help me to manage the depression. And, and I was, I would, whenever I would try to come off the medication, uh, it would, you know, it was pretty messy and, and I found it hard to function. So I sort of resigned myself to the fact that that was something that I was just going to have to take for the rest of my life. You know, these antidepressants in order to, to, to build balance, um, and I did used to get, you know, anxiety and panic attacks. Like I could never, you know, I talk to, I do presentations to, you know, people, hundred people in the room now and, and I enjoy it. But the idea of, the, for me to have done that when I was younger would have just filled me with utter dread. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, and then there was, there was a, I guess there was like this real shyness as well of kind of talking in, in, in front of groups. So, um, which was something, I guess, that really holds you back as well. Um, and, and so I, yeah, so I was having psychotherapy and, you know, different, different on and off throughout the years, <clears throat> different techniques. And, uh, and then I got to this very, very low point, um, very, you know, I used to have suicidal thoughts as well. And, uh, and I got to a very, very low point where I ended up trying to take my life I was with alcohol and with, um, with pills and I ended up in hospital and thank goodness it didn't work. So um, then I went back to see another therapist. Um, and then two months later, I saw I was working. I, I'd sort of, I'd moved out of media by then. I realized that it was just, you know, it wasn't really working for me. And I was, I was already had like a, a bodywork practice um, and I was working in the yoga studio as well, working with kids with special needs, doing the fundraising for that. Um, and I walked into this this workshop that was there, which said breathwork, and I had no idea what it was and um, and and it was just you know excuse the pun, but it just blew me away and and its you know, I could feel uh, every single cell in my body. it was very emotional, it was very physical it was you know i was sweating there was like um you know it was it was a very very strong session um and uh i you know i just when i came out of it i was like wow that you know i just knew that i had found something that i could really feel and i think that was that thing it was just like you know that i could i kept going back and i went back to another workshop I walked out of that workshop because I used to have, you know, it was that thing about not being able to sit with yourself for too long, especially when you're sitting there and you're breathing and that's all you're focusing on. So the mind, you know, loves to kind of, you know, has its coping mechanisms, Um, kept going back for one-on-ones and, uh, you know, within a pretty short period of time, um, you know, and I I really put the work in, I practice every single day uh, and I was also, you know, doing my running and my yoga as well um and I I came off the medication with the guidance of my doctor I would never tell people to come off the medication especially if you've been taking it for that long or just any medication anyway um she was a wonderful doctor and she was just you know maybe one of the first ones that was just really listening to me um and and I came off of that and and I really managed to get through to the roots of of the depression as well, where I, you know, where some in the ways that, um, talk therapy couldn't. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I knew that i found something really powerful and it was right under my nose. And, uh, and so therefore, you know, it completely transformed my life and was such, you know, in, is such it was such a gift for me that I was like, Oh, okay. This is, this is like that missing part of the jigsaw and everything else that I've been doing and learning and all of that. You know all of that experience—the dark and the good and the light—you know—that's all been all of it. So grateful for, um, and uh, yeah, and then so so then I went in and started doing my training, and then it then that's another story. That, but it went on from there.
1: Oh, crikey. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's that, it's that wounded healer story, isn't it? That, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 speak to a lot of people that I've got, you know, they, they were struggling themselves and then they come across and they have that first powerful breath session. Same, same for me for that first powerful breath session. Um, it was, it was sort of a 90 minute session with Wim Hof in, in 2016 in Poland. And it just blew the doors open for me, this huge emotional release Uh, I was like, oh my God, what is going on here? How can that happen just with, just with breathing? Um, And and so, yeah, oh, wow. And something you said, um, you know, when you were in India and it felt like coming home or being home. um, It's funny because I've got that same sort of feeling for a country as well. Because I don't, are you you familiar with the Camino, the walk across Spain that you can do? Have you ever heard of that?
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I did that a couple of years ago and it was sort of like 33 days of just walking for sort of eight, 10 hours a day. Um and similar to you, probably. I was there by myself. Um, so suddenly you're in a different mindset because you're like, okay, I've not really got a support network here, so you're more open. Um, and that felt like being home. That felt like coming home. And it's weird because it's a different country. It's people I didn't know, but there was so much nature around. And I wonder if there's a connection yeah. there. You know, again, you'd see uh, you could see the Milky Way when you're walking across the desert areas. Um, you know, you are up at four five o'clock in the morning, you're around a strong community of people. But I I I've never made that connection before if it's weird to you go somewhere that's not where you were born or where you're raised but then you feel like you're home that's yeah, nice connection there yeah mm. um
0: and yeah no when i i mean i was i was with people in india when i when i first went mm. there like nearly 30 years ago and i would always go with people but then there was always time when i was you know i would spend quite a lot of time on my own and i was mm. very very happy in that space and and i think it's you know it's just the, having the connection with all of those elements and that deep connection with nature that just you know i've never known anyone to have a panic attack when they're looking at a sunset mm-hmm. um and you know it's just when you uh, although you know india can be an incredibly hectic place and it's a very complex beautiful beautiful country um and uh but yes, it just it just got my heart. you know It was just this deep kind of heart connection yeah. of just feeling that when your feet hit the ground you're in the motherland.
1: Yeah, oh beautiful. I've, I've still not been to India. It's one of those places that's still on the old bucket list. I absolutely need to get to but I'm sure it's a very different place to where it was 20-30 years ago you know which is true for most places isn't it Today, let's be honest you know everyone's got mobile phones now and and that sort of thing um cool okay and do do you think that the breath was the catalyst then to all of your your kind of transformation because you had all those other layers of knowledge that you know the body work and, and everything else you were doing do you think you could have still got there with just the breath or do you think that layer of knowledge that you had before around the yoga and everything else also helps you get to kind of that healing place?
0: Yeah, hundred percent because, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, when, when you, when you tie in, um, when you're working, working with the breath, it, you know, there's, it's, you can go to all of these deep, deep levels and, and layers, uh, but the body is, you know, it's, it's what, the, the, you know the, the breath um, when we're when we're working with the breath we're breathing the body and it's the whole of the body as well and um, just I think just having that understanding of um, how we can release tension mm. in our body as well um, with it with the added benefit of working with the breath yourself it's uh, yeah all all of those teachings combined have been, and, and it's still, and I'm, I'm always, always learning. It never, never stops. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've, uh, you know, worked with lots of different traditions and worked with indigenous tribes. And, uh, you know, one of my teachers is a tribe leader from Ecuador who is just beautiful as well. And he, you know, and, and I think when, when you, um, connect with these different people from around the world, uh, all of the healings although some you know they'll have their different methods but they're all really coming to the same the same place as well aren't they Mm -hmm. so you know I always just I encourage people to become the architect of their own breath and it's not necessarily a one size fits all for everyone um just to explore it and um but yeah for, for me working with the body um and also just understanding the science a bit as well which is also very um you know, exciting in the way that there's so much more research than there was like you know, 15 years ago when I was it was you know a lot of the stuff was I've always been a like I always used to get told off in my physics classes for saying why because I was like what why I don't understand that and then you'd yeah, like Rebecca it just is yeah and um <laughs> and uh yeah so I you know I think uh, you know there was the many questions I was like but why does that happen and and now you know, there's some great people doing some great work and some great science, and um, investing, you know, time and money in that to kind of just back up what the yogis, and the sages, and the masters of breath have been saying for for thousands and thousands of years.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I really want to hear more about this uh, this uh, person from Ecuador. Can you can you share a little bit about how you got in, how you kind of met this person? What sort of things were they teaching you? I'd love to get hear a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, so um, we had a a gathering, um, I think it was about how many years ago? I don't know, six years ago or seven years ago. And it's in these beautiful woodlands uh, that I'm very connected to called Wazing. And it was, um, the event was called um, Reigniting the Ancient Ways. So there was a, tribes and leaders came from all corners of the earth from australia from mongolia from uh, south america india africa i mean new zealand it was incredible i mean just to be just to, to come you know just to come into these woods and then and there everyone was and uh, and i think it was at a time where the message i guess was you know some of these people that that um that were coming had never actually left their their land. They hadn't mm. even ever got on the plane. But I think there was actually a quite a strong message coming from all of these corners of the earth that they needed to to um, to wake the little brother up and um you know and just get help people to remember uh, how you know how how to connect again really and just how to use these sources that, that we that we have and mm. just there's a disconnection with nature Because I guess that they're all living with nature. It's a way of life. It's not kind of living alongside it. It's your part of it. And they're living way more harmony than obviously we do, which is how we've got into such a pickle right now. Um, And uh, yeah, so really to just come and spread these, you know, to share these really beautiful messages and wisdom. Um, And and, uh, Gurukindi, who is from Ecuador, he was there. And um, and uh, yeah, and we we just really really clicked. And then I just started going on this this uh, um, path with him as well, where he he was teaching me his um, his methods, and I was teaching him. Like he he loved the breath work. I mean, he was practically levitating um, when you know it was just uh, you kind of had to be there for that first breath session. Yeah. Um, and then he, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a great friend, but also a great teacher as well. And, um, and I guess one of the guardians of the of nature and one of the guardians of the forest. So, um, so yes, uh, we, we, we run quite a lot of, uh, workshops and sessions together when he's in, when he's here, when we just combine, you know, he's just, he just has to, he's, you know, he's, his English isn't, um. I mean, obviously it's much better, better than, than my my Quechua or my, you know, I, um, um, than my, you know, than, than his language, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, there's, there's, there's such love and, um, and humbleness in his, in his words, you know, it's, although he, he's, he's, um, I guess it, there was no ego there and um, it really shines through. So yeah, he's, he's a wonderful teacher, wonderful
1: man. Yeah. You re, you really, um you can sense that quite when that ego is under control. And um, I noticed looking at your website that like you've spent some time with uh, Mr. Dan Brûle. and um, yeah. I, I've spoken to Dan and, and I just, he's just, yeah, he, he's, he almost feels like that to me as well. This, this kind of breath guru. He's really got his ego in check. He's, he's really funny. Can you tell us a bit about your, your connection with Dan? What, what you did there?
0: yeah i mean um so i mean i I've, I've trained and worked with many different teachers so with judith kravitz with dan with Max strong um with donna fari as well who i think is also an incredible teacher so i you know throughout the years i've i've gone and and done different trainings with them mm. and um Dan I met when we were, I mean, I love Dan's work. And what I love about Dan is that he's so generous Mm. with, with his, what he gives. He just wants to, you know, like you say, there's, there isn't, it just doesn't feel like there's any ego there. He just wants to get the message out there. Um, and you know, his experience, I guess is, you know, it's 40 years or something, isn't it? of, Of breath work. And he's, you know, dedicated his whole life to it. So, um, for me, I'm just always interested in just going and working with um, different teachers and, and hearing it being explained in, in another way. And uh, yeah, he's fun, you know, that's what I love about him is that he's, you know, he's just, he always brings a lot of fun into it and it's deep work, you know, it can it can get really uncomfortable and it can be, um, it can bring up a lot of emotion, but, but that is the, um, I guess the, Uh, intention is is ultimately is to be able to reach those those states of joy and 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 pleasure Mm. and you know with but you but you have to kind of go through the uncomfortableness and so sometimes for often first and uh yeah he's he's a real good manager of that
1: Mm yeah he's i said i said dan do you ever get angry he went hell yeah like that and just burst out laughing i was like yeah he's a, just a lovely lovely man no although that's great um one thing i wanted to talk about next with you then uh, rebecca is connected breath because i've heard you mention that in a couple of your interviews and i was looking online um and so i would love to understand a bit more about what that means Definitely. maybe how that's a bit different to say Wim Hof or, or is it similar to holotropic or trauma release? So if you could kind of explain what is connected breath and then after that, maybe a bit about the benefits.
0: Yeah. So, um, conscious connected breathing. So there's, there's, I mean, there's so many different techniques out there now and, um, you know, with, uh, some of them are, I guess moving quite, you know, I think with with Wim Hof, there is, you know, an element of connecting the breaths as well, but going like a faster pace too to get reach. Sometimes these states of hyperventilation, um, and uh, but then combining with the breath holds as well. So with with conscious connected breath or the one that that you know the ones that I have worked with and adapted. Um, really it comes stems from rebirthing and from holotropic. So mm-hmm. from um uh you know it was it Len- Lenador, um, and Stanislav, Stanislav Grof who, you know, I guess were the pioneers really of, of breath work back in the days. And um and so yeah, when we're when we're working with the breath in this way, I studied with transformational breath. So that was my, you know, my big journey was 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 working with Judah Kravitz and with transformational breath and working with this conscious connected breath, but also looking at um, the breathing pattern. So having a deeper understanding of, of understanding our breathing patterns and helping to correct some unhealthy breathing patterns through conscious connected breathing. So because we're all unique, we all have our own breathing patterns. And um, and uh, some of us are breathing more up using the chest muscles or maybe some shoulder muscles, some muscles that we don't need to be using. Some of us are breathing more in the belly. Some of us are breath holding. Some of us are shallow breathing. Um, some of us um, are, uh, you know, there's reverse breathing. There's, you know, there are all these different um, uh, patterns, but then there's re- much more intricate breathing patterns as well, which which I've been trained to see. And... Mm. And to work with, and so with with the breath um, and working with acupressure and with movement and sound, helping to release some of the so some, where some of the muscles maybe have been overused within, within the respiratory system, so over time because of you know when we're when we're holding back emotion or if we're holding back pain um, then we tend to hold the breath or the rhythms and the patterns and the depths of our our breathing change constantly. So all of these emotions, all of these feelings, all these experiences that we have, the rhythms and the patterns of our breath are are in sync with that, Um, but we're not always processing those emotions. And so um, all the microscopic little muscles within our respiratory system over time, some of them are contracting, some of them, um but we're not using quite so much. Um often, you know, we're trying to hold our bellies in as well. we kind of, you know, so we're not necessarily using those little muscles that we've got in the pelvis, which are also correlating with the diaphragm as well. Um, so um, it's just about getting us, getting us to remember, getting the body to remember how we breathe when we're babies and when we're toddlers. And when we're babies and we're toddlers, we have got this beautiful open breath. We're breathing in the lower belly, in the midsection, in the chest, the back. When you see a baby breathing, as you can, looks like the whole body is breathing. When you see a toddler, they're breathing in their belly, um, and you know it's it's there's there's no um, sort of because there isn't any of that awareness yet of Mm. worrying about what people think or fear or fitting in, or, you know, we're just completely in the moment Mm. and completely present. So there isn't reason to tense up the breath. Um, And, and so it's not until we get to the ages of three to seven that we start to um, emotionally develop and just become more aware of our cultures and, or authorities, and at school, and get told to be quiet and calm down, and so on, or be brave, um, and and then we the way we start to develop these patterns, these life patterns, um, and and store memories and store um, stories within our subconscious, but also in the fascia and in the, and in the tissues as well, and. And then, so with the, when we're working with conscious connected breathing using this, you know, I, 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 I mean, since lockdown, I've really adapted the breath as well to not necessarily be working with an open mouth breath. I find it's really, um, oh, can you just hold on of a minute? Course. Wait yeah. there. Hello. Hello. Sorry okay. about that. That's was okay. like, that was my my little boy just going to going to school. <laughs> <laughs> um, where was I? So uh, so we're um, talking about
1: now during lockdown. Um, yeah, so you yes. stopped, stopped using the mouth now.
0: No, no, no. I haven't stopped using no. So I haven't stopped using open mouth breath, but also working with um, uh, connected breathing through the nose mm-hmm. as well. Working with acupressure too, but going back to connected breath. Um, what we're what we're doing is just helping to open up the respiratory system and to clear uh, physical tension and but also just helping to clear some of these these stories and also trauma that we're holding on in the body as well. So it's um, it works on that mental, emotional, physical level. And um, and it's you know, it's it's just the more that you work with it, uh, the the sessions are, are different every time and um and and it's just it's it's again it's that thing about i for me with with the connected breath working with it um in the way that i have over the years and with all of my clients it's just this sense of like coming home to you you know coming back to the essence of who you are before the stories and before the, the labels and the tapes and so on
1: yeah no it's it's this this uh this gut sucking, um, I only became aware of it last year when I spoke to, I don't know if you know of Dr. Belissa Varanich. Uh, yes, and, um, yeah. she, 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 she explained that term to me and I was like, oh God, I've been doing that my whole life. And so mm. it's something that I'm now aware of, but it's still a habit I can't break um I, I find that when I I suddenly bring attention back down to what's my belly doing oh the, the gut's tense and that's through years of sucking the gut and trying to hide a belly and all that sort of good stuff um I would love to get your thoughts on how can people break that cycle of gut sucking because it seems to almost now be for me a bit unconscious
0: yeah okay so um I you know I think that one thing is it what I like to teach is that when we're when we're breathing, rather than visualising that the breath is moving up and down, so mm-hmm. it's not moving up and down in a vertical way, it's expanding in and out. So, um, because when we are holding our belly in. Um, or also if we're overusing these upper chest muscles or the, you know, the the shoulder muscles and some of the muscles in the neck that we don't need to use because we've been sort of in this, you know, most people seem to be hovering in a state of low anxiety or high anxiety, and so the breath pattern tends to gravitate more up to the chest as well. so just, you know, a really, really simple one is just to visualize the breath is expanding in and out. So you, when you're breathing, you're um, you're expanding your rib cage, you're expanding the, the diaphragm, and also you're helping the movement of the breath to be more in the belly. So you're when you're when you're inhaling, you're you're breathing into the belly and you're pushing the belly out. And the more that you practice that every day, then you start to um, wake up some of those muscles but also mm. to start to relieve the tension from the muscles which you've been overusing so it's you know just think of it as a really beautiful you know massage that you're giving your whole respiratory system mm. um, another thing as well I think you know because I think that you know it can get very misconstrued and and it can I think where people uh dry breath work and then they can find it overwhelming or they find it hard is if people get told to take a deep breath Mm. and everything's going to be great um and you're going to feel so much better if you do that um if your if your diaphragm is really tight and you've got a tight chest or if you've got high anxiety um then taking a deep breath actually can exasperate that or it can feel like you have that feeling of air hunger um, or you can't get the breath down. So you're like, Oh, I'm not doing it right. Why am I not doing it right? Why is it making me feel like I'm, you know, I'm having issues with breathing. Um, So a really good thing to do is just really simply just lie on your belly every single day, make a little pillow with your hands. Mm -hmm. um, So you can feel your belly on the ground and, and just start to just breathe just gently in through the nose and out through the nose and breathe into the ground just pushing your belly into the mm. ground and do that every day first before you start going into all these other techniques if you haven't grasped or mastered that part first like the, the you know the breathing into the belly um then 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 you're not going to get the 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 maximum benefits out of the out of the other out of the other work mm. of, you know when you're when you're with more advanced techniques so so yeah just doing that just getting that awareness um getting the breath to be be in the belly first is and then lying on the ground breathing into ground because also it does give that feeling of of safety as well um and then another really good one is to just go into child's pose after that and then just practice again breathing but with the breath um uh, so you're, you're feeling the breath moving uh, on your thighs and, and you're, you know, opening up the lower back as well. If you practice that for 10 minutes every single day and you haven't been able to breathe in your belly, uh, I can guarantee that, you know, you will definitely notice a difference and you'll notice benefits from that. It's so simple, you know, but yeah. we sometimes overcomplicate stuff.
1: Yeah. So true. Isn't it so easy to, to overcomplicate? And I love that. I, I love the idea of just lying on the floor and feeling the, 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 the expansion onto the floor. That's uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be playing with that later. Um, so that that probably is a nice segue into, can you share a bit about what your routines look like? Cause it's always interesting to know what, what, what people like yourself are doing. So do you have a specific morning practice, evening practice? Is it, do you go with the flow? Can you give us a flavor?
0: Yeah. Well, um, I, obviously I work with the breath every day. Mm -hmm. So I am just always conscious every day about Mm -hmm. how I'm breathing and the way that I'm breathing. And just, uh, is my jaw tight today? So maybe I'll just start, you know, massaging the jaw Mm -hmm. um, to help, you know, we have like little muscles at the back of the throat as well, which are like little diaphragms, um, uh, diaphragmatic muscles, which are correlating with the the main diaphragm Mm -hmm. uh, muscle, Mm -hmm. just like the ones in the pelvis as well. So when you start to loosen the jaw up, then you're going to help the whole of the respiratory system to open up too so that's just something that i just might just do just you know uh when i'm just with I'm you know just at any point of the day um and and then just you know just being aware i mean when i when i'm running i always breathe through my nose and that's like a really lovely practice that i definitely wasn't a great practice at first i found it very hard um but breathing slowly and gently through my nose has really helped um, my running in to increase the stamina as well. Um, so just, you know, when I'm exercising in the morning, then I'll, I'll always be working with the breath as well. Um, and then I do, you know, my connected breathing. I practice that every morning, but maybe sometimes just for five or ten minutes a morning. And maybe, you know, if I've got time, you know, at least once a week, I'll, do, I'll be doing longer practices as well. Um, but I guess because I'm teaching breathwork, you know, pretty much, you know, uh, uh, not every day of the week, but, but many days of the week, um, it, it, just becomes, starts to become like a way of life and something that I'm just always, um, integrating in, into the day. And I think it's, you know, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? If it doesn't feel like it's a chore, it's just something that you do and you become conscious of, you know, everyone can do that. Am I, am I holding my breath, my shallow breathing? Um, mm you know is my diaphragm feeling tight today there's just really simple acupressure points that you can work on yourself to help to release that when working with the breath
1: mm. I'm really interested about the back of the throat now are you massaging back there are you doing anything or is it just literally opening the jaw a little bit what's, what's no going-
0: well, we, we have this so it's called it the, so there's the three diaphragms I mean I believe that they're the seven diaphragms what I always like to focus on the three so do you imagine they they're like these little muscles that um, mm-hmm. like in the sort of the back of the um, the throat and the neck so which is correlating with the jaw as well because the um, uh, the jaw muscle is it's it's the first muscles really that we use when we come in this into the world to cry to express you know our feelings and to also to suckle for milk from our mothers as well. So these jaw muscles get you know they they hold a lot of stories. Um, and also a lot of people grind their teeth at night or when they're suppressing feelings or whatever. They're just like you know tensing the jaw so we hold on to quite a lot of stuff in all of you know in the tiny little muscles in the jaw. Um, and so uh, everything is is all uh connected. So all of the muscles within the respiratory system start from the um, start from the sort of the base of the skull going all the way down into your hips and down into your pelvis. Mm. So um, when we can start to, you know, yawning is a really good way to release, you okay. know, sighing sighing is a really good way to release. It's just a natural, the body's natural way to release. Um, and, and we, we tend to, you know, a lot of people, uh, carry a lot of stress in their neck and their neck muscles and their shoulder muscles. And just like, cause of posture and, you mm. know, living these sedentary lifestyles as well. Um, that's, uh, these, these places, you know, if, if these muscles, um, are tight, then it's going to have a, a roll effect on effects on the whole of the respiratory system as well.
1: Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely a problem I've got. Cause, um, although we've got a standing desk here now, um years of just being in front of a computer have just kind of created that kind of forward head posture so it's definitely something i'm personally working on is there any sort of exercise that you can recommend or do to to kind of help with some of that because again i i have very tight jaw and i'm trying to chew my food a lot better now after mm. speaking to a couple of people about that because the underused muscles here but are there, are there any other kind of tips or tricks you can give us
0: yeah so um Really just, uh, you you can massage your jaw every day. So just using your second finger and your third finger um, or your thumbs as well. Just going into the jaw and just start, you know, becoming more aware of your, you know, the the muscles in your face. And then you can just Mm. start to massage those every day. Working, doing some facial exercises as well. So stretching Mm. the mouth open um, and putting it in all different, you know, like moving the mouth and the lips like to the left, to the right. Um, and, 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 working with the breath with that and gently massaging it. And again, that that's, you know, it, it's something that if you work on that every day, then you will start to, um, to relieve tension from there, but also just, you know, that just noticing your posture and noticing how you sit and, and doing things like, um, uh, to counterbalance it. So, you know, getting a bolster, um, and, and lying on the bolster with a bolster length, length. Lengthways along your back, then it's going to help to open up the chest muscles, mm. open up the throat muscles, open up. You know, just you know, if you're lying down, you're watching TV at night or whatever, just put get a bolster underneath your loads of you know cushions if you if you haven't got that. Um, so so yes, there's there's th- that's just a really really simple thing that you can do, um, uh, just to help to release that tension from there and just be aware. You know, am I collecting my jaw when I'm you know just When you're doing breath work, I mean, sometimes when I see people doing breath work, but they're still, they're breathing through their nose, but they might be clenching their jaw slightly. So just remembering, oh, is my jaw relaxed?
1: Yeah, yes. Because it's all
0: these things that that become habitual. And then we just, yeah, pay attention to it and then just change it. The more that you, you know, you can, it's just retraining muscles in the way that you can retrain neural pathways and thoughts Mm. as well.
1: That's exciting. I'm sorry if you can hear my puppy. She seems to have activated downstairs. So she's uh, she's barking a little bit. Um no, do you know that's that's okay. A... I'm
0: sorry if you can hear the building works going I can't on outside hear it. as well. No, okay. No, no. <laughs> <Good>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love that. Again, it's it's so simple, isn't it? It's like just give your jaw a bit of a massage yourself. It's uh yes. and that, that feels yes. lovely. Well, I don't know why I've never done that before. That's uh, that's so stress relieving just to do that. That's lovely. Right. Okay. That's that's a real gift. Thank you. Um, yeah. J- I'll tell you, I'll tell you right. what's
0: a really good thing to get, um, which is a thing called a Guausha. And it's uh, spelled G-U-A-S-H-A and they use it in Chinese medicine. And it's, okay. uh, it's like a little, um, oh, I haven't got it to show you, but um, uh, it's just like a flat um, little, tool operator that you can use to help to massage Ooh. the jaw as well um, how, how are you spelling that sorry g-u-a-s-h-a a groucher um and and you you know i sometimes i will I've, I've, i'm working with bodywork with people mm. as well i'll be using groucher too but it's, it's really good for just you know working on the whole of the body too
1: Right. I'll have a look. Um, I just wanted to go back to something you said a little bit earlier. I'm conscious of time, but, um, you, you said that you've switched recently to a bit more of the nose when it comes to connected breath. And I would, I'm interested to know what, what's caused you to make that switch.
0: Um, well, I mean, for me, I've always, um, I've always, I'm constantly evolving and I'm constantly adapting the way that I work. Um, for, you know, when you're working with conscious connected breathing and when you're breathing through the mouth, uh, it can start to shift and change things very quickly. And, and if for example, someone has got very high anxiety, um, or, um, chronic stress, uh, you know that if, you, if you're if you're doing that then then it's, it's 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 just a more gentle entry for me sometimes working with people than the nose first I just have a really gentle approach with breath work
1: mm. I don't
0: believe in rushing it or um you know or you know trying to get to this point of um you know I, I you know i I believe that you know trauma comes in in um in all shapes and sizes we all experience big and little traumas in our lives some that we're aware of some that we don't remember um, some that we've blocked out for a very good reason on a mental emotional physical level um, you know this last year has been traumatizing for everybody whether we 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 realize that or not it's like everyone's nervous system has been um put into survival mode at different mm. you know at different levels um, and so it's it's in the way that, you know, I just have, I like to teach people the foundations of, of breathing, breath work first, before maybe we start going into some of these more advanced techniques. Cause for some people it can be really overwhelming. Mm. And for some people it can bring up stuff maybe a little bit too fast mm. as well. And you know, if I'm working with people, I'm working with people online with that. Um, I wanna be make, I wanna be sure that that it's holding a safe container for them because that's that's yeah that's a priority for me always yes. you yes. know not to get the big fireworks results on the first one you know makes sense. gentle yeah. gentle and slow is, is how I, I like to go yes
1: yeah more, um, that very lovely approach in to get people used to the sensations yeah okay yeah, yeah that, that makes sense so the nose is a bit more of a, a gentle routine. Cool. So, uh, so and
0: also mm. sorry I mean also as well I mean it's not necessarily I mean it's you know you can still have some very very profound um, uh, experiences through mm. nose breathing as well and all these different techniques that that i share and just mixing it up um but but yeah it's just you know i just like i say it's not a one size fits all and and i just like to go with my intuition and then encourage people to go with their intuition as well as how they want to work with their breath today
1: yeah fantastic beautiful um so it would be good to to talk a bit about uh, you as a published author uh, and you've got some work out there and some, some work coming. So would you give us an idea and a flavor of, uh, of what people can do if they want to find out more about you and what the work you've put out there?
0: Yeah. Um, so I, um, my, my first book and breathe, I wrote six years ago and then, Um, I've recently uh, just released an audible book, which is a practical guide to breathing exercises and that's with Penguin. And that's, it's, and it's, it's not a book that you can read because it is very, very practical. So it's, it's like a little guided course really that I just wanted to be able to, you know, I can't always see everybody or, or, you know, I get so many requests. So it's just something Mm -hmm. that, you know, it's like a foundation of breath work, which hopefully, you know, people can really sort of master that quite quite um easily i think with this of trying to make it very um uh, user friendly and uh, and then my my next book uh, is called let it go and that's out with uh, penguin and that's coming out this july and i'm i'm really excited to be sharing this it's it's more like a sort of a recipe book with with different breathing exercises for different uh, different situations and challenges that we might have in our life
1: Beautiful. Okay, so I will link to link to that below. And and where can people find you if they want to know more? And, and Yeah, so what
0: my website is breathing tree, and I'm on Instagram on breathing.tree. Um, and also I have a podcast as well. So I have lots of free breathing exercises on that, which, um, again, is sort of for people to just, you know, if you're awake in the middle of the night, and you need to breathe, and there's just something that you can use, and it's, just, it's free. Um, so yes, but breathing, breathing tree is my website, BreathingTree.co.uk.
1: Uh, I wanted to ask actually why why the tree was is it something to do with the lungs and the way the lungs look what was your connection to the tree
0: yeah I mean I guess that we can learn a lot from our friends the trees can't we and Mm. and I like to have a very you know grounded practice um and you know my my father was a biologist and I always had that deep love like I said of nature Mm. so you know it's that reciprocity of of that exchange of 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 the breath and of air so um yeah I guess it's uh, I have I have a deep love of trees so I yeah. had to get the tree in there fantastic
1: yeah. beautiful um lovely so so as that kind of brings us to the end Rebecca would you uh, kindly guide us out with a bit of breath work just to just to finish us off before sure. we uh, go off into our days
0: yeah no absolutely okay so um just closing your eyes again relaxing your shoulders maybe just rolling the shoulders back a few times. Remembering to just make sure that the teeth are slightly apart, your shoulders are relaxed, the neck is relaxed, your spine is straight and just feeling your sitting bones on the ground or the seat beneath you. And then just starting to breathe in through your nose and out of your nose and then just see if you can just bring the breath low and into the belly. So as you're inhaling, your belly expands and then as you exhale, the belly comes in. And as you inhale, the belly expands. And then it comes in and then we're just gonna breathe in for three and then we're gonna let go for three. So inhale, one, two, three. Exhale, one, two, three. Inhale. One, two, three. Exhale. One, two, three. Inhale, expand your belly. Exhale, let go. And one more. Inhale, expand your belly. Exhale, let go. Good. and then just become aware of the temperature of the room your surroundings just tune into your body scan over your body and when you're ready opening your eyes
1: lovely thank you so much rebecca for being on the podcast um guys please click on the links below for all rebecca's great stuff and uh, we'll see you again on the next episode thanks rebecca
0: oh thank you so much thank you for having me
1: you're very welcome take care cheers okay. everyone. Hey, everybody. Thank you for sticking right the way through to the end of this breathcast. I really hope you enjoyed the guest that we just had. If you haven't done so already, please like subscribe and hit that bell notification because we've got so many more top experts and wonderful human beings coming on to this show and I don't want you to miss any of those great conversations so please do that and that would be really really appreciated. Um, just a couple of quick messages for me um, if you haven't done so please leave a comment um, and, and hit that like button I read every single comment that goes onto this channel and I do my best to respond to them so you might have a question for me maybe a question that you want me to ask to a future guest or you just want to put something into the community take a few seconds to do that it helps the youtube algorithm and it's a way for for us to connect as well so i'd really appreciate it just a couple of comments anything that you've got would be absolutely great um I do have a second YouTube channel called Binaural Beats Unleashed. And if you haven't done so and you wanted to subscribe over there, it's completely free. I'm working with a number of artists at the moment to bring different binaural beats. It's essentially different frequencies um, that are able to help us get into different states. So for example, I use binaural beats to study when I'm building my breathwork courses. um, And I just go onto YouTube, type in binaural beats for study pop in the headphones, and it just helps me get into state for the next few hours where I'm focusing, no distractions, there's no rap music going on, I can just crack on and get stuck into something and not be distracted. But you can also use binaural beats for meditation, mindfulness, yoga. People use them to help them get to sleep. They want to use them to kind of get them into a different state. Freeform breath work is another great thing. You can put on an hour's binaural beats track, you just lay down, just bring some awareness to your breath, see how you're breathing, maybe you want to alter it in some way, maybe do some stretching, you know, so some wonderful things there. So help me grow that community. Please pop on over, hit that subscribe button. I would really, really appreciate it and we will grow in another way for for us to connect. Um, On Instagram, takeadeepbreath.co.uk. If you could hit that uh, follow button on there, that would be ace. There's loads of content that we're putting on there. Try and cut clips up and and just have, you know, another way for you to digest some wonderful information about breath work, breathing exercises and information from our our top experts. Sometimes we don't have an hour to watch a whole breath cast. So I'll do my best to maybe get a three or four minute clip together just to give some information. Go, oh, I forgot that or I didn't know that particular thing about breathing. So yeah, takeadeepbreath.co.uk on Instagram. And finally, um, I've taken some of the uh, top breathing exercises from this channel, um, and I've converted them into MP3s and just put them in a little MP3 store. And the link is below. um For four or five dollars, you can own one of these breathing exercises forever, ad free. If you're going somewhere, you're not gonna have Wi-Fi. You want to turn your phone onto airplane mode. That's yours. You keep that. There's no ads, and four or five dollars just comes my way to support the channel and the breathcast. So hopefully, it's a bit of a, a bit of a win-win. You get an exercise for life, and we get a, a couple of dollars to help us go in, keep going. Um, so that's it. So thank you so much. Uh, we will see you on the next breathcast or breathing exercise. Um, If you're here for a breath cast, and now you're thinking, what should I do next? Maybe it's worth uh, trying one of our breathing exercises. I'm going to link to a couple of them now. So you can try those breathing exercises, or maybe you want to check out another breath cast like this one. So we'll, uh, there we go. Thank you so much. Take care. Cheers.